Hello and welcome to this episode of the Willow Sloan podcast. In this episode, I take a few minutes out of my day to really dissect uh, and put a structure against the process of downsizing. I hope that you enjoy and look forward to your feedback. a lot of Gold Coasters out there who are thinking of downsizing and maybe they've been thinking about it for a long time and in some cases not just months but actually years and not just thinking about it but actually like agonizing and stressing over it and not actually making progress. So if this sounds like you, um, stick with me through this video. I'll try not to ramble too much but I've put together some thoughts around you know, a structure and, and a process in eight steps uh, for people who are, you know, wanting uh, some, some ideas around how to downsize without stress. Um, and so what I find in talking with, with people that sort of fit into this category, and I am gonna generalize here because I don't wanna share you know, individual stories, but is that they usually know downsizing is the right thing to do. And so they look forward to, you know, the outcome of, of that process, um, but they're really daunted and, 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 um, and frozen almost by uh, the, the idea of getting, getting started or getting underway in that process. And, and there's a lot of procrastination that happens as a result of that. And so, you know, if you're one of the many people who are wrestling with the idea of downsizing and just don't know where to start, here, let's let's tackle this together. Um, I've got eight steps. Okay, step one: write down where you want to be. And and this sounds so simple, but I think it's a really powerful way to start when you have um, a, a goal that you want to achieve. Is, is really, you know, really nutted out. Where do you want to be this time in six months or 12 months? You know, are you, are you, and, and don't just say it and don't just be general, but get really specific on this. So, you know, um, I think when we have a clear goal, it's a lot easier to stay focused on and maintain a positive perspective uh, on and mindset on things. Um, when we when we have to go through a tough process in order to achieve it, and so if you're dreaming about a low maintenance unit, um, you know, walking distance to your favorite cafes uh, or the beach, uh, or maybe it's a single story villa, you know, with a small private courtyard, you know, enough space to keep the dog happy, but you know, not not such a great um, expanse of, of land that you're gonna be spending your weekends mowing and trimming and all the rest of it. So think about where you wanna spend your time and how you wanna spend your time and how having a smaller property will allow you to, to do more of the things you like and whether that's getting involved more in your local community, you know, socializing more or just relaxing. Um, so this is an important step for me, I think it's the most important because the next seven steps uh, of mine really are geared around seeing you achieve this goal. So, so take the time on this to, to write it down. Step two is to take stock of your possessions. And so when downsizing to a smaller home, I, I know this is true, uh, one of the greatest barriers uh, is 
procrastination when it comes time to reducing possessions. And that's normal because it's such a crappy thing to do. Uh, so, but it's time to get realistic about, you know, what you need, uh, what you will and what you won't need in your new home. And so, you know, if you dream about sipping pina coladas poolside by your fully serviced resort style, uh, you know, apartment, then you probably won't need a hedge trimmer. Uh, and so you don't have to get rid of it right now, but I do recommend really taking stock and again, write it down. So separate it out into these categories. One, uh, write down what you have. I mean, don't count your underwear, but you know, we're adults here, write down what you have. And write down what you wanna take with you. What is a definite must take? Uh, what will you uh, give away or sell? and what will you throw away? And so take it one room or one zone at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself by feeling, you know, seeing the whole picture and the whole house, um, but really break it down into bite-sized chunks and, and the task won't be quite as painful. Step three is to get informed about your local market. And so I recommend you contact your trusted agent or call me, uh, for an appraisal on your current home and ask for an overall update on what's happening in the local market. So agents such as me have access to a lot more data than is available um, just to the general public. So we've got a real wealth of information available to us that can give you some really strong insights and, and a, a greater understanding of what your property is likely to sell for. Um, as well as as well as how long it's likely to, to take to sell. Um, find out about the costs that are associated with selling your property. And typically those costs will be some kind of investment in your uh, in marketing your property as well as the agent's selling fee. Your agent can also give you advice around, you know, ideas on how to maximize the sale price of your property. So, you know, I do recommend uh, picking picking your agent's brain uh, with their ideas on how to uh, how to get your property, uh, you know, simple ways to get your property uh, to a point where it's going to appeal to the most uh, uh, and best buyers out there. Number four is to understand your financial situation. And if you have an accountant, I recommend speaking with them at this point about your finances. So you can let them know uh, what your anticipated sale price is for your current property, and they'll help you understand uh, you know, and put together a clear plan on how you can we can get you to your end goal. So what the budget might be for your next purchase, uh, whether you need to sell before you can buy, uh, and any other you know factors you need to consider or weigh in uh, when uh, when budgeting and managing your finances through this process. So um, so that's step four. Step five is the fun bit. Uh, so start researching your next home. You've got, you're armed now with all the information around uh, your, uh, how much you can get on your, uh, on your current home and your uh, accountant or financial advisor's advice around how this places you financially. Uh, so jump online and start exploring homes that match your, uh, your dream, next dream home. 
Um, and what we find is that most buyers' initial searches will start out really broad, and that's normal. Um, but one way to really sort of focus in if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed by choice is to um, is, is to get really specific on what your non-negotiables are. So write them down. Uh, if you're like me, you, 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 you like writing things down, and I think that can help really solidify your thinking on on this is you know how close do you want to be to shops to the beach how many bedrooms uh, what is the minimum number of bedrooms that you're willing to have um, other features does it need to be a single story home do you need a lift if it's a if it's an apartment building so if you're feeling overwhelmed still by choice or underwhelmed by um, lack of it talk to your agent and um, uh, and so I someone like me would be very happy to give you some some good steers and some ideas around maybe some suburbs that you hadn't thought about or or new buildings that that I know about that are you know um, due to, to, to complete building if they're off the plan uh, or just some other prompters that might give you a bit more um, of a solid understanding or solid uh, thinking around where you want to buy. Step six is communicate your plan with loved ones. And so if you haven't done it already, let your friends and your family know what your plans are. Your children might have uh, possessions in uh, stored with you and they might want to, you know, take time to go through that and collect them. Um, so give them sufficient time to do this. And, and I find that that, you know, really helps keep the harmony in the family and be mindful this could be an emotional time for them as well particularly if they grew up in the home your friends and neighbors can also be a really great support during this period so let them know your plans um, they might even surprise you with helpful uh, recommendations such as tradies uh, who can assist with any maintenance work that you've identified and I mentioned neighbors because uh, you know, they can be some of your greatest champions when selling your house. And and whilst I'm sure it's for very pure intentions, there's also a motivation for them to see your property sell at the very best possible sale price because that's going to elevate the, um, the, the, the value of their home as well. So, so if you're comfortable, I recommend just letting, letting those, those people close to you know what your plans are. And as I say, they just may surprise you. Uh, with what they have to offer. Uh, that brings us to seven, uh, step seven of eight. Uh, if you're still with me, thank you. Um, so step seven of, is to establish a really clear time frame. And so you now know exactly what you want and what needs to be done in order to get there. Now it's time to execute on your plan. And for most downsizers, that will mean putting your current home on the market while starting to look seriously at your next purchase. Um, it's important that your agent develop a marketing strategy that is really customized to your specific property. And the idea for that is to generate as much competition as possible uh, to create that competitive environment in order to surface the best and the most offers as quickly as possible. Uh, and that's just going to allow you to get on with what you with your plan and to get you to your end goal. Uh, then you can align your settlement periods with uh, of the sale with your new purchase and your chosen agent should be assisting in negotiating uh, that best outcome for you.
And we've arrived at step eight. Step eight is uh, about self-care, and that's really to be kind to yourself throughout this process. This is an immense period of change. Uh, there's a lot for you to do, uh, uh, often physically as well as emotionally and, and mentally. Um, and so it's normal to experience a really wide range of emotions. And what I would recommend, you know, when in doubt or feeling or feeling overwhelmed, is that it's important to always bring yourself back to that goal. Step one, you know, remind yourself why you're doing this and remind yourself that you have set out on this journey with a really clear uh, outcome in mind and um, and and that it's all about achieving that new lifestyle that, that you're after. And so that's my eight steps to, uh, simple steps to downsize your home with as little stress as possible. I hope that that's you know, been at least somewhat helpful to give you some kind of framework to work with. Of course, everyone's journey and circumstances are individual and unique. If you are on the Gold Coast and uh, you'd like to discuss a strategy that's more specific to your needs, um, please don't hesitate to contact me and I'd really love to be of assistance. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Willow Sloan podcast. I hope you found it useful. If you know anyone who is thinking of downsizing and perhaps struggling with the big task ahead of them, please share this podcast with them. And if I can help you with any of your property related needs, please get in touch. You can contact me via my website, willowsloan.com.au. You'll find all of my contact details there, along with other useful information for homeowners, including uh, a seller's guide to maximizing the sale price of your property. I hope you have a great day and look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye-bye.